Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Got a great podcast for you for this September 14th, 2022. We're going to be talking about booking small to medium-sized groups or if you're booking a family Some things you need to remember if you're going to be doing a group booking because we do a lot of them here and now we're starting to get a lot more inquiries about them. So I wanted to cover some of this stuff as we get through the big show. Of course, this podcast is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that knows absolutely nothing about actually booking Hawaii vacations. We're your hosts. We're Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com, where you can just give us a call here at 1-800-843-8771. Cut through the clutter, get through the giant web of just clicking by giving us a call. We'll help you out. We'll get you on the right path and we'll earn your business and you will have an amazing Hawaii vacation. All right, let's get to it. I got a couple of newsy things to talk about. First of all, I saw this post. I guess it was a post, but it was actually a news article. I saw it in Yahoo News, and it was about a woman who stayed in a camper in Hawaii for $119 a night. And of course, she's complaining that it was terrible. There was lots of hidden costs and issues. Well, you know what? Anybody that's doing any kind of like basic research understands that, especially on Oahu and really all islands, we do not have campers. You can't just cruise around in RVs or sleep in vans or any of that stuff here in the Hawaiian islands. It's You just can't do it. It's not legal. We don't have trailer parks. We don't have, you know, RV parks and stuff like that. Maybe that's something in the future, but there's really no land to do this on. You know, we you might have read, I don't know, in, in Maui, they recently opened up a parking lot for homeless people to stay from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. because of housing shortages. But that's about the closest as it comes. They'll let you sleep in your car. But this is for locals. These are people that don't have homes. So, you know, she says she rented the camper for $119 a night. It wasn't worth it. It didn't save her any money. She was having issues staying in the van because there's no legal spots to park overnight. Um, Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So just, uh, you know, it just amazes me at what some people try to do when they come to Hawaii, like glamping. That's another thing, clamping or whatever they call that, you know, like pitching a tent just at any beach and then renting them out to people. This was on Airbnb and that was a while, you know, we, we, you just can't do that in Hawaii. You know, it's not that kind of destination. And, you know, if you've been following me at all or any, anything that's, you know, a lot of the news that's out there, you know, we are looking to attract respectful visitors and doing something like that definitely falls into the not being respective category. (laughs) You do stuff like that. So please be mindful and uh, think about that before you come to Hawaii. Another thing I wanted to talk about is a little bit about Southwest Airlines. You know, I get a lot of people that call me. They want to use their points to come to Hawaii with Southwest. It's a, you know, it's a great um, budget airline. But keep in mind, if you're going to be using the points from the mainland destinations, be careful with that. Southwest Airlines has a lot of problems uh, sometimes, especially during peak travel. So be careful with that and make sure, you know, if you're going to be coming from the East Coast and you want to use your your uh, your points, it's going to be a long trip to get here to Hawaii. There's not too many ways to get here. It's kind of circuitous. And just in general, 
There's some question about whether or not Southwest Airlines is actually making money or whether it's kind of a money pit for them because, you know, they've been here and talking about uh, Hawaii prior to 2019. And I think in 2019 is when they finally launched. And it was a big fanfare and they were coming into the market. We were excited about it. We're still excited about it. I mean, when you look at the fares that Southwest is offering, it's they're very competitive and they, they can actually really save you some money. And all during 2020 and 2021, right through the pandemic, they were building up a lot of their services from the mainland, like they added Long Beach and what was it, Los Angeles and, and, and Las, uh, Las Vegas and Phoenix. And they operate about two dozen daily round trips between uh, eight mainland cities and Hawaii, plus additional flights during peak season. So when you do those inter, when you do those flights from the mainland, from the East Coast, you're going all the way around to get to get hooked into one of these hubs to get here. Just so you know, but. If you think about it, the way they've handled their inter-island airfare, it does seem like it is an issue for them. Because if you remember, we've had many airlines try to come here. Go Airlines was the latest casualty. Before that, Aloha Airlines. Hawaiian Airlines obviously has been able to maintain the inter-island sort of dominance here. So it, it there really is a question of whether or not this is just more of a vanity business for them or whether they're actually going to be able to do it or eventually pull out. So grab those Southwest airfare, inter-island airfares now. I don't know what would happen if they went out of business. I remember that when Go went out of business, I know uh, Hawaiian Airlines, I'm not saying they're going out of business, by the way. I have no knowledge of that. It's just, you know, it's just the way it appears to me, you know, because their, their ambitions about being really coming into the market. And, I mean, they have to make money, right? I mean, they have to be profitable. But I tell you, this this Southwest Airlines, they have a track record of staying in money-losing markets for longer than they probably should. Um, they were in Newark for 10 years before they, losing money before they finally did. And then, and then the Boeing 737 uh, Max, as you know, was a big... Would get kind of put a stop on the whole thing for them. I mean, that that killed them. It, it killed their their launch here in Hawaii. So let's keep an eye on Southwest. I'm not dissing them. They're a perfectly fine airline. They can save you money, but I just question how long they can hang on. You know, with with this kind of market, you know, and not being able to make money. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the topic today, which is booking vacations for families, small groups, and how to go about that. Because I know a lot of you are thinking about that. Now, you know, we're we're kind of behind the pandemic in a way. Things are kind of back to normal. I don't think we'll ever be normal, like, you know, what it was before, because it changed everything in travel when you think about it. It changed the way people travel. It changed the way people plan for travel. It changed a lot of uh, the way people go about planning their trips. And so Hawaii is no exception to that. The first and most important thing that you need to set with everybody, because here's what happens with groups. Everybody has their own head and they put their mind into it. And everybody has an idea of what to do. So it's just confusion sometimes times 10 because you got 10 people going and, and all 10 people have a different idea. So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to make firm dates with everybody before you even start anything else because everything, because if you don't have your dates right, everything goes upside down from there. So get your dates straight. 
and make sure that you're going to do it. The other thing is, is that if the majority of people are going to are, are on board with the dates and other people aren't, I'm sorry, they got to figure it out or they got to book separately with their own dates, which is another reason why you might, it really helps to use somebody like us to book your, your group vacations, your group trips, because we can organize this all together. We can also work with people that are having different dates. We work with a lot of groups. We're booking a lot of groups now. Um, and very often people are going to vary off the, the schedule. You know, they're going to deviate. And we encourage the deviation. For some people, it's a trip of a lifetime to Hawaii. So if you're doing a four or five night trip, let's say a five night trip, and they want to stay 10 days or other people want to stay seven days, you know, you want to give people that flexibility. The other thing I highly recommend is having a group leader. This group leader is going to be the boss of the trip and everybody has to agree to it. And we can help you with that as well. Because very often I feel like a counselor with people because sometimes, you know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier that everybody's head gets into it and then plans change and people have a different idea. The other thing is give yourself plenty of time to do this. Give yourself at least eight months in advance. I would say that is a good amount of time to start planning because that's really when we get all of our contracts that's when a lot of the final airfare con- you know contracts are in and we have pr- you know firm pricing so i'd highly recommend booking in advance give yourself about 8 months in advance to pull this all together and get your itinerary done the next thing you want to do is make sure you're realistic about the room list and how you're going to do it. Now, I get a lot of families that travel travel every year and they go to different destinations and they're very accustomed to, for, for example, if it's a family of seven or eight or nine, getting a house or getting a condo. That's more difficult in Hawaii than other destinations, especially the island of Oahu. It is a little more difficult on Maui. It's possible, but houses are extremely hard to find on Oahu and Maui. Big Island and Kauai, a little bit easier, but this is something that if you feel like you have to do that, then you're going to have to cross off the list of the things that you were going to be doing on Maui and, and, um, and Oahu. So keep that in mind. A typical hotel room, I'm talking about a typical hotel room, has two double beds or two queen beds. We can some find, find you can get suites. They there, you know, they can take, have a few more rooms. We also have things like embassy suites where you, you know, there's two double beds, pull out sofa. There are some configurations that allow you to have like five in a room comfortably. But, you know, if you have teenagers or young adults, you know, they can't, you can't be putting four people in a room and, you know, think you're going to have privacy, especially if it's a group. And you know what? I get families that haven't been together for a while. <laughs> you know, if it's like my family, you never see them and you don't want to be in the same room. They're like, kind of like strangers when you think about it, right? But, uh, you know, so keep in mind that, you know, there's a lot of dynamics that go into exactly what that room list is going to look like. So make sure that you think about how the rooms are going to be broken up. A lot of times I'll just break it up according to families. Now, if you're, if you're doing a big group or if you're listening to this and you're doing a big incentive group, it's a kind of, it's a different game. You know, we do these, we have Logitech, we have, a, 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 we have several groups that we, we do and that's in a different category. And when that happens, then it becomes a group movement. It becomes, it becomes like 40 or more people. Then it becomes a different situation. But what I'm focusing on today is the smaller to medium sized groups, maybe the multi generational family groups and how to get through that. So house and condos, keep in mind, a lot more difficult, um, but doable. 
And, you know, you really have to have the budget. I was just looking at budgets and talking to folks uh, just today about pricing. And, you know, we st- we're starting to get into the period now where prices should be dipping. Now, we're seeing lower airfare pricing, but hotels are pretty much staying the same. So high prices uh, even now. But typically, I think, you know, as travel comes back in a, in a real way over the next year or so. So if you're planning this trip, like we're starting to really talk about trips for next year. I mean, I'm even talking to uh, families and groups for, um, for you know, July of next year, which is peak season, you know. And typically, the other thing that I wanted to mention about groups and dates is that typically when you're doing a group like this or a small group like this, you're coming over holidays, right? So if there's a way to not do that, you're going to save a lot of money uh, because those are peak seasons. Like I was just mentioning July. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe the prices already. I'm seeing like $500 a night for hotels in Waikiki that I would see for $350 or $300, uh, you know, typically in July. You know, so prices are going to be higher. They're already pricing out higher. So all of this needs to factor in. The other thing you want to mention, this is what I'll I'll just end with here, is make sure that you have some understanding about cancellation policies, and I highly encourage you to get insurance. Many times you have a multi-generation family where you have older folks or people that might be on the fence or people that can't, uh, for one reason or another, are not as reliable as some of the other people in your group. Get that insurance, but keep in mind there are restrictions to the insurance. There's different types of insurance, and in in most cases you can't just replace somebody. So, like if you if if uh, Jane and John are going, and you want to replace it replace it with Anne and and Joseph, you know, uh, two other people, you can't do that. You can't. It's going to be very difficult to do that unless you get our 100% cash back insurance, which is very possible. And I highly recommend you look at the cash back options, especially if you have large groups, you're spending like lots of money, like a, a group, a group of like 20 people can easily be $200,000. You know, if you know, on a multi on trip where you're doing everything over the top, you know, so keeping, keep that in mind, whenever somebody is booking, dropping big, big bucks for a Hawaii vacation, I always recommend they spend the extra money because it is more money to get the insurance where you get cash back. I'm talking about green dollars that we hand back to you after the vacation. Not a credit, not a, you know, a voucher, but actual green dollars. So keep all of that in mind. All right, that's going to do it. Hopefully that helps you get started with some of these groups. Of course, give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. We're happy to put you on the right track with that. We also have our sister site for tours on Oahu and Kauai. Secret Hawaii tours for some of the best experiences you can have here in the islands. We're all locals here. And you know what? Help us out here. You know, um, it's easy to go online and give the money to the big OTAs, but we have the same prices or better prices. So give us a shot at it. 1-800-843-8771. Get over to our website, hawaii-aloha.com. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.